Hi everybody, hope you are doing well. In this week's episode, we got to learn about the star seed and this special word that we've been talking about for a while now um, in Ashley's group and yeah, the Spiritual Rebels and Misfit group. I think it was a great episode because we got to learn about the origin of the word. Of course, also, they managed to talk about vaginas, penises, penetration, and all these kind of dirty things, as always, as usual, right? I enjoyed this episode, and see you again next week. Bye! Hey, everybody! Welcome to the Spiritual Rebels and Misfits podcast. We are really excited that you're here to get weird with us. <laughs> and we're going to have all kinds of you know absurd ideas playing around with magnificent guests, and we're just going to go to places you always wanted to go, but you know, you couldn't tell mom and dad how you felt about aliens, about channeling. You couldn't say fuck. I'm Ashley Bradley. I am a mom. I am an intuitive business coach. I'm a business psychic and a channel. And I am James Lester. I am an open homosexual. I'm a speaker, a writer. I am a member of the recovery community, and I am a queer activist. And after you listen today, we would love it if you would follow us in one of the podcast places, Spotify, Apple, just to name a few. Subscribe, leave us a review. It helps new people find what we've created. And we thank you for listening. Let's do this. <laughs> we cannot stop laughing over here. Hello, everybody. Good evening. <laughs> so we're kind of surprised, like with how ridiculous we are, <laughs> that we've made it to 50 episodes. That's what we were talking about. I have to try well, to shake the camera. It's not like anyone's paying for us to have 50 episodes. It's not like we weren't canceled. No, but we kept going. Yeah. <laughs> I think primarily because we amuse ourselves. <laughs> I think so. Like, yeah. honestly, though, I'd highly recommend because people will ask me about like a podcast and like how to like how do you get started and like find your best friend and like you'll have more fun and it'll be less boring. And so you're less likely to quit because you're just going to like keep making episodes. That's my recommendation. That's honestly true. I don't think I would have kept doing yeah. a podcast under these circumstances. Not. It became like not convenient a while ago so i do have love only yeah so we are talking fun. about because it is 50 episodes mm-hmm. was that a year and a half 50 episodes it's something like, that. like a year and a half yeah yeah damn and yeah we did do this kind of out of love because we missed each other i continue to do it out of love because it's like i feel like it's just the place that i want to hang out and there's mm-hmm. always like times like when I wasn't feeling well last week like I always want to be here I always want to hang out with you so thanks for hanging out with us and just helping it be so fun that we actually made it to 50 episodes (laughs) thank you so what's up it's been a couple weeks since we've been at the round table are we gonna like dive straight into the star seeds or can you can you loop me up first I'm trying to I'm trying to get the foreplay going. I'm saying, like, what's up? What's been going on the last couple of weeks? Let's catch up with. I cut off all my hair, uh-huh. mm-hmm. and I, I actually, I had to get it fixed mm-hmm. because I came home and I was telling my stylist, like, yeah, you know, I'll do stuff to the color, but like, I've had some, I've cut my bangs. It's turned out really bad. I know better than to like be that person that just like cuts their hair. 
And then I decided I shaved the side of my hair by myself in my bathroom. And so I did get it fixed. I did get it fixed. I had to like camouflage certain parts of it for a little bit. But yeah, I, um, this is my third pixie cut. And I think the third one's a charm. I'm feeling it. So let's break down the, the best friend truth about this. Ashley did the white girl thing where like she goes through a breakup, she cuts off all her hair and it looked amazing. But Ashley, as much as she is a stoner and a free spirit these <laughs> days, she's still a perfectionist and mm -hmm. still likes to do things on her own accord. So she sent me a, a picture, like what was it? 10, 11 PM with yeah. her razor in her sink and hair missing from the side <laughs> of her head. <laughs> So you and I was like, I fucking get Britney now. I fucking get her like on a different level, right? Like, but you're too vain to do all of it. Only <laughs> <laughs> did the side of it. I was ready for about ten percent of a Britney. Yeah, Britney. Okay, I like being maybe Britney. one day. I'm gonna dip a fucking toe in, <laughs> and I'll see if I want to fully commit to shaving my hair one day but right now we're good with this okay so it looks amazing i love it <laughs> thank you i love the vibration of it no but it. about like the whole like women getting like do, getting a new hairdo like after they break up it's like we're fucking intuitive and so we're like yeah we're stepping into a new energy i'm gonna fucking embody and integrate that energy on every fucking level and i think that i just want to give a shout out because it doesn't just have to be like a basic bitch thing. I no, mean, basic bitches though. Maybe we all need to be integrating our basic bitch. Maybe that's the shadow work. <laughs> no, I don't know. Let's just let that go. <laughs> we'll put it on a shelf when we're like really needing to reach for an episode. We'll, do we'll the, pull it back out. The basic bitch episode. <laughs> the, I, the basic bitch episode. The basic witch. Would we try? Yeah. Would we try to interview basic bitches witches, or would that be offensive? I think it's gonna be like a hypnosis session. Oh, here we go. And <laughs> we'll integrate that side of ourselves to stop judging the side of us that, like, yeah, I don't know. I, I love. I love basic things. Like I cut my hair off all the time too. Like if I like go through like a bad week, I love cutting my hair off. I think it's just. It feels refreshing and freeing. It's like the way to like the physically yes. show when Embodiment. you're going through change. Yeah. Yeah. Why are you yelling at me? I'm just excited. <laughs> <laughs> so, do we want to talk about what we're going to be talking about now? Is that yeah. enough foreplay? Yeah, 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 you ready to yeah, like, yeah. for mm -hmm. full penetration now? All right. You've been ready yeah. for a while. <laughs> Anyways, so tonight we're going to be talking about star seats, mm -hmm. and I'm basically going to be asking Ashley all the questions because she has been really digging into this. This is like something she's really like uh, embodied her life around right now. So I really want to ask her a lot of questions that her and I talk about privately. Mm -hmm. And then if you have any questions, feel free to throw them up in the box. The lovely Solange is watching. She's going to throw up any questions that tickle her fancy and we'll definitely address them, but starseed. So should we dive right in? Yeah. So I feel like I'm interviewing you. So, well, Okay. okay, go ahead. So, sorry, sorry. this is official. This yes. Is like, I thought, okay, Remember, I'm going to go surrender. So what we're supposed to be doing is Ashley on James, James on Ashley episodes. Mm -hmm. So, if I don't know how that works, would this be me on you or you on me? Oh, be me on you, right? <laughs> so, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> anyways. Okay. So, the first question, this qu uh, question did come up from your um, TikTok. Mm -hmm. uh, call them fans, groupies, just people. 
is let's go ahead and let's really dive in from i'm sure there's lots of different understandings about exactly what starseed is and no one's exactly wrong and no one's exactly right but yeah. what's your takeaway do you know like a lot of your business branding is around starseed right starseed souls uh -huh. mm -hmm. so what's your when you say starseed in that branding what is your takeaway from starseed yeah so it definitely i feel like is a complicated topic um i think it's also a term that there's like some controversy around because when I started using it on TikTok and people started to call me out, like I, I know that there's some people that don't like it because they think it was like um, a term that parents would use for like neurodivergent kids. And they'd be like, oh, they're just like star seeds. They're from another planet that they, they used it to spiritual bypass. But like the origination of the term starseed is actually from the Cherokee Indians and it's interconnected to like the Pleiadians um, and their interactions with them and it was a term that they used and it was really to be people that came from the stars that like reincarnated here in human bodies but that their soul originates outside of earth and outside of having a human body so my take on starseeds and the way that I hold the term is that we all understand that we have many lives, past lives, for those of us that start to dive into the concept of time, simultaneous experiences mm -hmm. and different dimensions. And I think that now what we're broadening it to, to really hold is that like, okay, not all of those past lives need to be in human mm -hmm. incarnations. That a lot of the healers, uh, a lot of the, the people that call themselves light workers, like there's that that starseed connection that that Earth sent out a call at some point saying this place is getting fucked, <laughs> needs our way. help. It's gonna fuck all this shit up beyond mm -hmm. just Earth and our universe if we continue to go down this road. And um, because of that, like that soul started to incarnate right into human bodies, um, and that's really what it is. Like, I think that there's so many different things that we could talk about in terms of like the galactic connections that we have just as an entire species. But in terms of starseed souls, that's that I feel like it's just like where your soul originates, what types of beings it's going to resonate with, what types of energies and frequencies and gifts that that person had, right. That individual had as a soul in places beyond here on earth. Well, see, I love that you kind of broke it down because anyone that's kind of listening to this or watching this, I mean, I, I can probably speak for 99.9% .9 of anyone watching or listening that they agree that reincarnation is probably a spiritual truth. And they agree. That's that, like a normal thing. Yeah, yeah, that's one, normal. Right? Now, and that we can agree 99% of the people watching or listening that there is life on other planets, right? right. Like everyone that's interested in this kind of stuff can agree on those two. But to really understand that that's what Starseeds is, is a melding of those two concepts that we agree upon. Yeah. That, you know, if we're reincarnated, why why is Earth the only place we're going to be on? Mm -hmm. And why is this, you know, the, the human form, the only form we're going to incarnate into? And I feel like with the Rebecca Campbell, like, Starseed deck and, like, her work starting to reach, like, really, like, height of its popularity, like, that term, I think, is coming into the world a lot. But, like, it's kind of like watered down so it doesn't fuck, like scare anyone or like sort of give anyone like too much of a mind fuck that's not ready for it because at one point like when i was just getting onto my spiritual journey it really worded me out like when people were like 
saying certain things that like was just way outside of where I was ready to go. <laughs> well, that was kind of the next question I want to talk, talk to you about because Dolores Cannon is someone that you've mm -hmm. like, really learned a lot about. And a lot of that is about past life regressions and really her tapping into people's past lives on other planets. And then you've done your own past life regression. So I kind of wanted you to talk a little bit yeah. about your experience and your learnings through going through those channels and having your own experience. Yeah, I feel like it's really interesting to like study a topic like this because it's different from like if someone wants to go learn like about psychology or human resources, you're, there's like a really clear direct pathway for them. But and it's all the fuck over too. You can find it anywhere. Yeah. And so I feel like it's always like finding your own journey and your own path when you're like really pulled towards topics like this. And so I'd say the, the main sources and ways that I've been gathering information and just like been on my own, I guess, self-study apprenticeship mm -hmm. is like Dolores Cannon. And like, like, I feel like <laughs> I've been so, I can't even imagine how many hours this year. Well, for anyone Dolores that might Cannon. get excited about it, like what are, let's name drop some of the books that might be able to really uh, Keepers of the Garden um, was one of them. I know that there's a series of like convoluted universe books, but Dolores Cannon is um, one of the main people in this space, I know that Michael, I want, it's not Michael Singer. Who's the one that wrote Journey of Souls and all of those books? God, it's Destiny of Souls. Yeah, I can like the, see the book from Those are book. like really popular books mm -hmm. in our community. And so everyone, well, that's heard of them or read them knows that it's about past lives and a hypnotherapist tapping into past lives, getting information about people's lives between lives and how they choose their their bodies. And Dolores Cannon is similar to that in, in that she's developed her own hypnosis method, QHHT, and that by accident, mm -hmm. she found that people were accessing lives outside of Earth in different kinds of bodies. And so she is kind of like a researcher in many ways. Like that's how she's tapping into the information. Um, and they cross check information or people that don't know each other in different parts of the country, their stories are correlating. Um, so that's been a really big path for me of like learning about this. I did my own QHHT session um, and brought through a lot of galactic starseed information. So what were some of the takeaways from the own galactic information you got? Like let's like the highlights, yeah. the sizzle reel, if you will. Well, and more keeps coming because mm -hmm. like that now, like I'm channeling through other stuff or as I'm reading different stories, like then I'm receiving mm -hmm. information and bringing through new stuff. Um, the, the sizzle reel, like we definitely need to do a whole separate QHHD thing. Um, they showed me uh, about neurodivergency um, and that basically all healers are neurodivergent and that we all come in with our bodies being wired differently, but that the sort of human way that like the standard of how humans operate and think is kind of written for like a, maybe like a Honda and that maybe the neurodivergence <laughs> or like a Ferrari and that like it, they're sort of being compared and saying this is wrong like this is this is not good enough this doesn't work as well for you but that we needed to come in wired completely differently to be able to really exist and sort of exude these frequencies and these gifts on a multi-dimensional level um, I definitely was shown um, different lifetimes that I've had um, 
in roles that like, it almost was like a parallel to what I'm doing here now. And, and if you do ever go to get like a past life regression session or a QHHT, whatever you're shown, it's always because it's gonna be useful to you and your understanding or you showing up with your mission in whatever you're doing today, um, you know, or now in your life. And so it was really interesting to see how there was like crossover and some parallels of like this other life that I had. So um, I don't know. I feel like there's so many rabbit holes to go down. I did definitely see some interesting things about earth <laughs> and um, that what I was shown is that at some point we're going to be offered to sort of go off planet somewhere else that things get to a point where there's all of these natural disasters that keep occurring closer and closer together. Um, and that the thing that they showed me is that it's really important for people to um, really be like rooted in their safety and their like sort of understanding that like this is playing out, like things are going to be okay and not go into like the fear route agenda is the word that I was going to say. <laughs> I was like, is there a better word? Um, it's interesting. It's almost uncomfortable to share information like that because we'll get fucking uncomfortable. It's not what people want to hear. I'm about um, to ask you some really weird questions. Okay. So but yeah, to... I just feel like there's so there's like, there's always so much to talk well, about here. What were yeah. you thinking that you were afraid to say? I think that like sometimes people might go like into catastrophizing or being like really fearful because there's already so much fear that's out there. So sometimes I just think about if I say something and I don't give enough context of like, it's okay, we're going to be okay. Like, I think that, I think that it's, um, I just don't want to be an alarmist, you know, but that's my own thing to work through. Like, honestly, it's been hard as fuck to even talk about this stuff because it's just like, guys know how it is we're just like another fucking gift another thing like that i have to integrate and talk about another closet to come out of it's just like so many things that like i've resisted a lot like just talking about this shit but you know <laughs> the true path it's not always comfortable now is it so now i'm gonna ask you weird shit okay and if any solange if anyone has any questions besides complimenting ashley and her amazing hair let us know so, okay, here's a, here's one's going to get a little weird. I know so because we have these private conversations, okay? Okay. So, do you believe there are many different kinds of star seeds from different planets here and do they often have separate gifts, separate missions, separate intentions and do you care to break into a little bit of that? Where I want to start is that I feel like when people feel attracted to the star seed term and they just start like connecting with the information about it, that they want to know like, well, where did I come from? Like they feel like, I feel like there's this assumption that you're like one kind of being only, but like that is not the case. Like we've had so many different flavors. There's been existences where there haven't been any kind of a physical body where it's mm. been more energetic. And um, I, I just really want everyone to really hold the the, I guess the star seed, you know, thoughts like that, that it's not about just like finding out where you're from and assuming that that holds all the answers. I definitely think that an understanding of your mission 
is something that's going to be more significant because I, I want everyone to remember that even though we're talking about other aspects of your soul, that like this life, this lifetime and what you're doing here now is the most important and that it's important that we're interacting with our 3D world and not just trying to kind of float above it as if like, yeah, they're so just going to come rescue us. You know, like, I think I really want to make sure I well, get that across. Each time right? we're put into a shell, it's with a specific intention. And mm -hmm. Journey of Souls really gets into that. That, like, we, come, we kind of, like, have a hindsight of our mission before we come down. So yeah. And so the purpose of the Starseed Souls is that we hold a different kind of frequency mm -hmm. and um, a different kind of consciousness. And for many that I energies that I see, like a lot of the, the healers, I see that they've been incarnating on earth for a lot of different lifetimes, working on the same mission in different ways in their lives. Right. And, um, that's like the people that have connections with like Lemuria and Atlantis and these like lost civilizations before recorded kind of talked about history here. Um, those types of people tend to be the ones that I come in contact most with, like in terms of people that are in this work. Um, and I honestly, like if you're watching this episode, because people are always like, how do I know if I'm a star seed? Like it's going to, you're going to fucking feel it in your body <laughs> is how you're going to know. Like you're, you're going to be so magnetized to the topic. You're going to want to learn and you can't get in just enough information about it. But we attract like a very, um, star seed type of, um, individual. So if you listen to us and you, you know, I mean, unless you're just scrolling past, then maybe not them, but, <laughs> but if you're like, if you tend to like, like this podcast and listen to us, then it's like more than likely, absolutely. You're a star seed. So if you've watched the majority of the 50 episodes, you might be a star seed. <laughs> you've only watched 10, not so much. <laughs> <laughs> but I do feel like, um, cause you and I both have very similar missions. And like, when we started to realize that our podcast was going more in the directions of like star seeds and interdimensional and galactic beings, like, I think that, um, that's a part of our role is to start creating conversations in our communities about it. Because when people start to connect, right. With this idea of star seed, they're just like, Oh, like, I have all these fucking gifts. Like I'm a fucking multidimensional, powerful being. And I feel like they really start to step into their understanding and um, their role here. They start to embody it more. Like, I think it's just some kind of a, a remembrance, mm -hmm. right? That happens. So that was one of my questions because I do hear a lot of other people speak of this. And I think we've, We've brought it up in conversation before we go off onto the tangent because that's what we do. But <laughs> like dreams, yeah, like dreams as mm. past life um, remembrances, like kind of past life, the uh, like playing it from like a, a camcorder, like your past lives. Do you think there are hints from our dreams that our dreams are trying to give us like signals or or, or flashbacks of our past lives? Yeah, that's. I think that that's a good um, question. What what comes up for me is that the dream that I had that I think was like one of the first things in me, like when I heard someone say like, Oh, like, do you have like these dreams of like 
uh, being on a craft or these other kinds of beings that like, but like I, I basically was like, why do I remember this dream <laughs> of me being on this, this craft? And I was with all these different people and it's such a vivid dream and memory, but it, it was like four or five years later that I heard people talking about these vivid memories that seem real, that like are actually things that happened. Right. And, um, I, I don't know. I, I can't fully explain it, but I think I just got really tripped out. And I think that it, it took me a while of like kind of just listening in and being a, an observer of the conversation before I felt comfortable, like, um, even talking about it. It's like, I think it, I think that a lot of people realize that it's like a really big paradigm shift to be holding that like, there's other beings out there that more could be going on than we understand <laughs> that our human minds can even comprehend. Right. Okay. I know this is like one of the weirder things that we've been talking about, but like, so, you know, star seeds tend to be, you know, souls that have been on other planets in different forms that mm -hmm. are now here, usually in human form. What about the concept that there are those beings here on earth and not in human form? I don't even feel like I can fully speak to that because there's certain things that I feel like I am learning still. Like I, I have read a lot of Dolores Cannon about like beings in inner earth or beings in the ocean. Um, I feel like for me, the inner being in different dimensions that we just can't perceive. Mm -hmm. um, I think that that's what I really understand it to be. And that that's why that instead of just calling them extraterrestrials, calling them extra dimensionals has been a term that you start seeing around more lately, because I think that we're starting to, to, or more of us are starting to understand like, well, how can this be? We haven't seen them. And it's like, well, we can't see things above the 3D frequency, but with Earth's frequency rising, um, that's going to shift, right? Like, and I feel like that's why there's so many people who have their gifts opening up and, and many people that aren't even necessarily looking for them, right? And with the frequency of our planet changing, it's going to impact the frequency that people are able to hold while still being in a human body. Mm -hmm. Because our frequency can really only go so high before it just has to go out of body. Like we can't be here as human, right? So I think that that's, when, when people talk to talk about like the shift and like ascension and things like that, to me, it's almost like new earth is like a just earth in a different frequency. Mm -hmm. And that once things switch over into that higher dimensional reality, like that's, I'm kind of just like receiving this as I'm talking, like that's how a lot of it, different things that we can't perceive here in like 3D are, are around. I mean, I don't, it's such a complicated thing that I feel like there's so many possibilities of it. I do feel like there's that there's different timelines that there's different things. And that when you look at different stories of what people have channeled, that sometimes they're different because I feel like it's not figured out. Like, honestly, I don't really feel like there's one way that it's going to happen because I don't, I think we're creating it. We're, we're all co-creating it right now. I think it's a little bit of everything. Like I, I really do believe there are 
there are beings from other planets here now. I do believe that like a, a lot of us have had, most of us, I'd, I'd go as far as to say, have had lifetimes on other planets, you know, and that we're now here on Earth to either better Earth or prepare to ascend away from this Earth. So I think it's a little bit of everything, even like when we did that Supernatural episode and they're talking about how ghosts might not be energy trapped here. It might be energy in other dimensions and mm. other timelines that we get yeah. hints of. We get like pre like timelines kind of like like swooping past one another. That's why you see someone suddenly sit standing in your living room and they're gone. And you're mm. like, oh fuck, someone must have been murdered here. And it turns out it's another dimension or another timeline. So I think that's a really fascinating concept as well. Yeah. I feel like I'm like so fascinated by that. And it's like I also have the realization that I'm just like, oh my gosh, like in this human brain, I'm probably never going to fully understand that. And that's okay. I don't have to fully understand everything. Um, I, I want to talk about like the concept. Cause like, you know, the hybrids is something mm -hmm. that we talk about a lot. Um, but in a way, like all human beings are hybrids. Keepers of the garden is one of the Dolores Cannon books that, that's one I started with. I think it's the one a lot of people start with, but I want to set it up first that if like, we're like able to like send shit to Mars and like, you know, probably start to put life on other planets in the coming years. Well, I mean, who, who knows what we've actually done? Mm -hmm. <laughs> we don't know about, right. Mm -hmm. Um, this talks about and really weaves in like the biblical story of like sort of like showing how it exists within this bigger story. Um, but it, it's very much that other beings, other civilizations that are more advanced than ours created human beings and created, um, you know, life here. And when we look back at the cave paintings, I mean, get get some ancient aliens turned on and you'll see all of this stuff existing there. We need to get that. Do you think one day, like we'll be able to get George, we really, the ancient, the ancient astronaut guy. How do you say it? I need to know how to say his last name first, George but he, or? <laughs> I think that's like a, an ABC newscaster that you just, guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we just know him as George with the hair. The guy, like, the ancient aliens guy. Like if you've watched ancient aliens and he's there's like, the guy with like the hair, there's Becky with the good hair and there's George with <laughs> what the fuck is that? <laughs> but yeah, it's like, there was a lot of even um, in biblical paintings, yes. like, you know, chariots from the sky, a lot of mentions. And it's because civilization was just getting started back then. There was some times when maybe we got a little bit stuck and they were trying to come down and, and help us. Um, there's also the missing link, which that's really going to bring a lot of things, I feel like, into perspective for like, the butt science people, you know, mm -hmm. is that like, there's been a lot of archeologists searching for this for a long time. And that is like really the thing is that there, there was other beings that really helped speed this along that started to, um, we did an right? the... evolutionary jump that does not make sense. Cause mm -hmm. I am, you know how much I love science. Yeah. See, you could really, you are ancient aliens nerd. Yeah. So Educate um, us here. I prefer ancient aliens, hot ass bitch, but I you <laughs> call me nerd. But there, there's an evolutionary jump that we keep calling the missing link, where we went from being like very primate to 
So is this Anunnaki theory? It is Anunnaki theory. It's, it's part of Anunnaki theory because a lot of people that follow or really truly believe Anunnaki theory don't necessarily prescribe to this thinking, but it's the one that makes sense to me that we went from being primates to upright humans that like were like inventing fire and such and such and that the missing link is that the alien tampering i hate seeing alien but otherworldly yeah. being tampering that that's how we became upright beings and yes. a lot of the ancient alien theory is that we were brought here as slaves to mine gold to mine resources from this planet and then it goes into like it does go into the bible about like how there's like giants in the bible and stuff like that yeah and i actually was getting some of that um El they're like elohim or um like there it's definitely very tied into that yeah like yeah. in the bible there's like I islands of giants and giants play like a large part of like the biblical history and it goes to ancient alien theory that like these were otherworldly beings or hybrids and how mm -hmm. we kind of are a hybrid that was meant initially as a, like a, a slave here i hate to use that word but there's no better word and that, that we kind of are a hybrid of animal and alien DNA. And to me, that makes so much sense. Yeah. And so it's like, basically that this is really coming from the, the Dolores Cannon mm -hmm. books, right? That at some point, um, we were actually meant to be like a, a really high frequency place. And that with these other beings kind of tampering with and sort of like, um messing with mm -hmm. with it here i know that there was disease that was not meant to be here that got introduced that that's how we became this like third density planet and that that timeline was already set in motion and so um essentially like gaia right earth is moving through some cycles and i feel like um the 3d sort of life that we're experiencing um it wasn't really meant to be this hard. And so it was almost that it was set up unfairly for this like new human race. <laughs> and that, that's how the, they got around it. Sort of like, I'm, I'm trying to think how to make this simple. Um, Galactic Council or Galactic Federation, I guess is the, the term that I would use. Just like how we're gonna have like the UN here um, on a galactic level, we're kind of like at the kitty table as the human race that um, our frequency is different. There's a lot of things here on this planet that um, are not ideal, as we can observe. <laughs> and that the Galactic Federation um, has to honor that we are a free will choice planet, just like our guides and you know, ascended masters or anyone from your spirit team that you're working with. We understand that we, ha they, we have free will choice that so we have to ask for the help, right? Um, so because of a, the free will choice planet, um, the only way that they could intervene and really help and support us is for beings to volunteer, souls to volunteer to say, okay, I'll go in, I'll, I'll be a human, I'll live there, I'll take one for the team, and I'll, I'll see what I could do. I'll see what I could do. Um, and so that's why I think with the realization of people connecting to that remembrance or a part of them beginning to understand that they're a star seed. I think that they start to find more community. They start to find people that are at their vibrational level that really like, you know, see them that really like encourage them and validate them and their experience and their gifts. And I feel like that just like 
like when that happens, they just like skyrocket in terms of the impact that they make and how they show up. And um, so that's why, honestly, I think it's important for us to have the conversation is I want people to find one another and to love on one another. I love that. Mm -hmm. And so in, in business terms, what, cause I know that it, it centers around Starcy for you now, what, I'm not trying to like plug you here, but I think it's you really can plug me. I mean, oh, I'm open to receive. Dirty. So see all yeah. these. Look at she gets this hair, and now these double entendres that I used to make. <laughs> We've really traded places. <laughs> I'm like holding my pearls and just shocked by your behavior now. But what it, what what are you trying to accomplish now with like this rebranding mm -hmm. and reshifting of energy? You know, dealing with star seeds. What is your intention behind? Yeah. I think that it took me a little while to be like, oh, it's like all the spiritual people and it's just like spiritual people that have businesses because those are the ones like, and honestly, the only reason that it was business for me is because those are the ones that are like showing up that are sharing their gifts all the time. And that at some point when people realize like, oh, I have this really big fucking mission that I'm here to accomplish, it needs to be a business so that they could be doing it all the time. Um, but I, once the star seed term clicked in, which honestly, I think like Jude's, there's so many things I feel like that meld together, you know, mm -hmm. like, and that it's hard because I feel like there's that a little bit of that charge of people disliking, like the understanding that like autism and um, neurodivergency and ADHD, that those are um, elements of neurodiversity and that there is a link for me with, with star seeds and that um, I feel like honestly all healers are neurodiverse, but especially those of us that have vulvas, like because everything was defined by those that have penises, <laughs> <laughs> that like there's there, there's the whole like ADHD understanding. Like if, you, if you're not on ADHD TikTok yet, you'll start to really understand what ADHD looks like for the people with vulvas. I think right? that for from me watching you and really getting into a lot of this side of understanding it because of your journey with Jude as well, yeah. and trying to be open minded. I think yeah. that people get really scared that now their understanding of things like ADHD and autism now like it's really blown up and it's more confusing than ever. Because if we can just pigeonhole it to like this is something wrong here, here's the medication, and here is the the schooling to fix this wrongness in a child right. it's easy to contain and it's like these pills these doctors but if you really open up like wait this isn't something wrong with That's the child the thing. yeah that it becomes so much more mysterious and complicated and most human minds don't want to get involved with the complicated they want simplified they want nullified they want vanilla like keep mm -hmm. it simple and i'll buy into it that's why a lot of people stick to i'm not knocking religion safe religions you know, safe yeah. churches. Something safe, that all the, yeah. that claims to have all the answers. So even the people that have gone at you on TikTok and a lot of motherfuckers be coming at my girl on TikTok. Well, because they, th they think that me using the term starseed is spiritual, spiritually bypassing um, people with, um, you know, autism mm -hmm. or with ADHD or some kind of neurodivergency. But I mean, I'm clear that I'm not bypassing anything in my child's life or anyone's experience intentionally, but that 
this this does definitely have a link, but I feel like it's like it's a whole other rabbit hole thing. But when we're just comparing someone and defining someone based on what they aren't or how they're not the same as another person, and we live in a society that's not really honoring like the multi-dimensional gifts and these sort of extrasensory abilities, like we're really missing the fact that like every person has strengths and weaknesses, but that in our society, we're, we're totally just defining people that are neurodiverse from their deficiency, right? So I want to bring up this comment, not because it's Whitney and I love her so much because I think it calls to this. I've been saying this about ADHD. Landon, her son, has it and has, is on medication. I truly believe he does not need it and numbs out his gifts. I don't honest like I feel like this is going to be an individual thing for each person. Yeah, but yeah. I think that it's like. I think that sometimes medication is going to be great for people and it's going to help them to feel more connected to their gifts. And for other people, it's going to feel like it's numbing them. But, but I think that it's like everyone is just given only medication because but they're they're not really being educated about like the gifts of it. And I think that um I mean, I have ADHD and um, it's connected with like greater creativity and intuition and all of these these other things. Um, but what I can call, sorry to interrupt you, but I can yeah. call to on this comment that really frustrates me is I feel like things like ADHD and even depression and things like there's chemical imbalances in the human body that need to be dealt with. There's, you know, some... But I think that there, there's only like four sets of gloves that anyone that has ADHD or autism or mm -hmm. depression, they're told like, try on these four sets of gloves yeah. and make it work. And if it doesn't work, mm. then what don't know what to tell you. And then a lot yeah. of times people like, you know, Whitney's child, like go numb to their feelings, you know, because they have ADHD and they're not realizing it's because so hypersensitive and gifted to multiple things that we just numb out children. And then like autism, I know it's like a personal, it's become a super personal plight of your oh, own. Oh yeah. That like this is and the then only there's way. Been, and honestly, I I didn't really ever, it, it was very much laid out, right? For me to have the understanding and for like this whole neurodiverse thing to come into my life directly. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, with everything else that that's going on in my path, the channeling. But the, the reason that I've really honed in on starseeds is that just... I've had this understanding that those are the people that I'm here to talk to. Those are always the people that I've been here to talk to, but it took me a while to directly call them that. But at the same time, those that I'm here to serve and support, they had to be ready for that term, right? Like it all is unfolding as it's meant to. So for me, like, because of that, like I feel really called to like, not just make it only about business and star seeds. Like I had the, I've really had an understanding that there's so many different things like the galactic readings and helping people understand their, their mission, right? Mm -hmm. Like all of that stuff is a, is a piece of it, but mm -hmm. it's, I think it's just, I had to be ready to be, to own that, to come out of the fucking star seed galactic closet. Cause that's an uncomfortable one. Honestly, that's, that's a big one where you feel like, okay, and yet another thing, like more, more people that are going to think I'm crazy. <laughs> Girl, who gives a fuck at this point? <laughs> I mean, at this point. I mean, like, have you seen what our podcast is called? Have you seen your hair? I mean, like, who really gives a But fuck? it's a lot because there's still that part of me that exists, that conditioning, right? Of like, this is a lot like there's I feel like I really want to normalize people questioning at certain points in their spiritual journey if they're crazy. 
and I think that that's a good thing to like kind of ponder and sit with and be like, no, this is my fucking truth. This is my fucking knowing. It's just that society and the entire world has been fucking gaslighting me. So of course we're going to question ourselves every once in a while. See, I, I struggle. I like want to push back on that statement a little bit because I don't even think gaslighting, I think, is so intentional to shut people well, up. Well, I think on some level, like... I think certain people, but I think, that, I think that within our own everyday today interaction with one another we don't even realize like we're shutting each other down or like it's you know, true like, like it's just it's so many decades and decades of this is it this is stay in this box don't think outside this box and that's why you had like society's media and secret like back in the day yeah like all these you know amazing people they would look at the stars and they turned out to be like right about so many things they had to, and they would be killed but I can at one point them. the people that said the earth was round were yeah. thought to be crazy and yeah. they'd be like the, like, and they were, well, more so, they'd be put to death for these thinkings. They would be murdered for these thinkings. And like, you know, hundreds of years later, like, our bad. So sorry about that, you know? Yeah. So I think yeah. that I don't need, I think some people do intentionally gaslight to get people to shut the fuck up. But I think like our society is like, oh, stay in this box. This is all, it's all we know. Like, please don't come out of this box. It's almost like fear of their own existence. Because I think every one of us has an alternate reason to be here. Like we're here with a mission and you know, most of us just want to stay safe. We want to lie. Well, I do think it. that fear has been very deliberate. Mm -hmm. Like, and I, as I'm, I'm diving more into like um, hypnosis and like, I, it's interesting to think about that when we watch movies, when we watch TV, we go into this natural kind of hypnotic trance mm -hmm. state, literally, Bob was telling me yesterday that the Peloton stock dropped because of, oh, maybe they haven't. Maybe I shouldn't say it <laughs> in case you haven't watched the new episode. Sorry, you're, we're shaking the camera with the table. It's like, oh, I think it's an earthquake. <laughs> but anyway, like there was something that happened and it involved a Peloton and a not great situation and that the Peloton stock dropped just because of that episode being on TV. And I was like, well, I'm like, people it gets embedded in your subconscious mind. Like when you go into that state of being trans, like same, same with like scrolling on how people mindlessly scroll. It's like a trance like state. So the subconscious mind is what's receiving those patterns and those messages. And so to me, like from that perspective, it does make sense that on some level, like people believe that, or they have some kind of association with that. And I do feel like, kind of fear and not enoughness has been responsible for yeah. like literally programming and conditioning like every person. Well, what I'm trying to say, cause I really want to believe in humans overall, even though it's so fucking hard sometimes. I think that people that have more of the know and do want to keep us just as worker bees and know about all these things we're talking about, about otherworldly beings about like, energy about what we're capable of. Well, they of. can control us easier. Yeah, they want to keep us up. I'm thinking like, you know, people like our next door neighbors or like, you know, your family or friends, like they don't need to like shut us down or even like talking about autism in such a broad way, in such a, a magical way. People are like, what the fuck? Like they're not even meaning to like gaslight or shut us down. It's like, that's all we know. We're well, like, I think the thing is too, is that like, if they were to accept what I'm talking about as truth, then that means they have to question everything. <laughs> like it shatters their entire self-concept, their worldview. And mm -hmm. so 
I think it's really important for all of us to remember that if we do get that reaction for, from people, that it's actually not personal. personal in any way. It's just that they don't really know how to fit that in to it. And it's easier to just be like, they're fucking crazy. Like, they're, yeah. they're the problem. That can't be true. Yeah, right? like that one reaction video I was watching of that girl that had some responses from my friend Ashley on TikTok wasn't very nice and she had a, a lot of choice words for you and well I, I do also feel like sometimes like people have not been seen like their entire lives mm -hmm. and that sometimes someone might take something you know that i say personally based on their experiences but like for me like i always have to come back to that that i'm just like she probably feels gaslit she probably feels like people spiritually bypass her autism and that is her experience and so of course everything that she views and everything that she says and does is going to be through that lens and yeah. i think that if we i mean can you imagine like when we all are able to most of the time like operate from not taking things personally how much this world would be different yeah that i mean taking things personally is still a hard thing for oh you it's hard as fuck yeah i mean i think yeah. i think the more that we push one another to live each other's truth even if it's inconvenient for one another yeah. or like that's that's when this world's gonna really fucking light up that's when new world's gonna come about when we really push each other to live our truths no matter how insane it may seem to us like yes. watching you evolve since we've been connected back you know together and i'm sure like vice versa like because you pushed me to live my truth like live your truth i don't oh care gosh. if i get it for the minute i don't care if i get it in the next five minutes live your truth you know and i think the i don't know that i could walk this path with the starseed stuff without you like honestly because i feel like i need one person at least one person in my life that's like keep fucking going like you need to keep walking forward that is your truth because it's it's really hard right like if we feel like everything's that's because you do really feel like that with every closet that you come out of with every like new thing that you own about your your gifts and your truth like in our minds we're like no one's gonna love us anymore we're gonna be alone like i think our body and our system is like you're gonna die like that's the it minds, right yeah. like we freeze up and so it's like i need at least one person that can pull me out of that state slap me out of it <laughs> and be like hey hey <laughs> <laughs> that's what you have to do sometimes and you're like keep going like because i i've how many times have i said to you like oh my gosh like this is too much like am i crazy to start talking about channeling am i crazy to like go in this starseed galactic direction like it could be i always feel like every time like it's gonna be too much for everyone around me and that's going to be it, you know? And, um, but I fucking do it anyway, as uncomfortable as it is, because I know that that's what I'm supposed to do. And that sometimes we have to be the ones that go first and get uncomfortable so that other people are comfortable enough to talk about it and to explore it and to like, let it be a safe enough place for people to like come into it without being like totally weirded out. <laughs> I think that we want it to be, kind of like I, I think a more no, like grounded sort of like conversation about it in some ways 
at least well, right now. Yeah, I mean, well, I, I think, next year we don't really know if it'll be around a conversation. Well, I think that even in our limited scope, like every time that I've owned a piece of my truth and I felt all those things, like even like saying I'm an alcoholic and like dealing with the ramifications of that, that seemed world ending. And there's a million people. Behind. Well, a world is ending yeah. at that point, right? But, yeah, but it, it, every time if coming and my sexuality coming out as a gay man coming like come like coming to terms with being an alcoholic there was a million people waiting behind me to raise their hand and say me too yeah but they needed someone to, to i'm not saying lead the way because someone led the way for me yeah you know, someone dolores cannon definitely led the way for you in this realm you know someone led the way for us but sometimes you have to mm. be the person that unclogs the flow of it and I'm getting right now that it's really important for us to talk about it because like in that same way that sometimes suicides and things like mm -hmm. that happen for people that never were able to own their truth. Like, I do feel like this is another area like that, that like we need to be talking about it. It's not being talked about enough yet so that everyone can find someone that feels safe for them to be exploring topics like this, because I feel like, a lot of the people that I know, they feel like they're like the only one in their circle of friends or family. And that that's why everyone is really building their own communities. Community is really fucking important right now. And that's why I think people get so angry in the world too. Cause like you're saying like that, I get so fiercely protective you that girl made that video and I was like, motherfucker, I'm going to take off my earrings. But you know, you see her, that she feels unseen. I think that's why yeah. there's so much anger on this planet too is people feel like they've started to shrivel up instead of expand. And that's where anger starts is like when you feel like you are, you know, starting to like start to go in a ball instead of expand towards mm -hmm. the sunshine. That's why people get so angry, you know? Yeah. Um, how much time? Yeah. So I wanted to say if people are feeling like curious about the starseed stuff, like just continue to explore it. Like you're being pulled to it for a reason. And there's certain, just notice the sensations in your body because your mind and your conditioning is going to want to tell you like, it's crazy. Like, what is this? That makes no sense. You just, you just want it to be that way, but just really pay attention to your, your physical body. Like that's, this is your vessel that's receiving frequencies and that when you feel that pull and that resonance, just keep following it and see what you find. And the pieces that feel like, um, they don't resonate with you or they're too much. Like that's how you're going to know that like, Right now, probably not for you. Maybe you'll come back to it later. Maybe it's not your truth. And you're you're going to just go on your own journey with it. Um, I do feel like there's a, a sort of like calling in or, or allowing, like if you want to learn more about your um, mission, your galactic origins, just start having a conversation with your higher self, with your spirit team, however you speak to the divine about wanting to have more of those experiences, wanting to learn more, trust books that come into your experience, mm. trust people that you hear talking that resonate with mm. you. Um, it's it's going to be an interesting ride and journey. It's going to be a little different for everybody. Um, Dolores Cannon is a great resource. Um, I'm, if anyone else has other great resources out there, then start dropping them in the comments. Um, I do do galactic origins and mission readings. Um, I actually do mini ones on TikTok, some on some Tuesdays. It's not going to be every Tuesday, but sometimes I have my starseed or galactic decks out 
and we're working with those energies for whoever I could get to for just a one card pull. And then I do it separately as a reading and they're fucking phenomenal. Like, honestly, it took me a, a little bit to be brave enough to feel ready to do these readings, but it's like such a different energy and the response that I get from people when they start having things click in about their mission and all of these parts of their life or their business or what they've been pulled to when they start to see the thread that connects it all in. It's really fascinating. So I'm always going to be pulling through like a um, galactic being that wants to come in and bring in some information for the person. I bring in how they can best work with that energy and just sort of channel that through their galactic guides. And then I bring in elements of their mission and what they need to understand about it, how they can make a bigger impact with it. So yeah, you can send me a message. I'll, we'll put the link in the, the show notes That's as well. That's a really good plug. These readings are, <laughs> I'm telling you. I know. I just like They're it. good. They're good. Hit her up. She annoys me the fuck mm -hmm. sometimes, but she is always on point. I I annoy you. Yeah. Well, the well, just just to keep her accountable though. This is a past read, nothing to do with Starcy, but she did say I'd be married by forty, and I just want to keep. But you're still forty, aren't you? Yeah, I'm still forty right now. So he's still forty. Everyone... Well, I have an idea. Put one if you think it's a good idea in the comments. <laughs> I feel like I need my own segment where I interview potential husbands for you and that i get to take matters into my own hand for my my prophecy to become where become do you correct. think you're gonna find these like there's a line just waiting to be interviewed by you i'm to gonna i was a former fucking recruiter and basically that sounds so as romantic as fuck i'm gonna send them an application <laughs> oh my god and so i'm gonna screen that's them. the wrong com of the year how did you guys meet um, my best friend sent him an application? He went through a very strenuous screening process. Here we are today. You don't think that frequency-based dating is going to be a thing? Like, I think that that might be I asked a thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See? Well, Wouldn't you watch that? Wouldn't it be kind of interesting for... Starseed Bachelor. I'm like, I'm going to show you a series of images of other intergalactic beings, and I just want you to react in a scale of 1 to 10. How interested are you in watching Ancient Aliens on date night? Not at all. You can leave. I'm like, true or false? Aliens, an appropriate term. True or false? Answer now. True. Get out of here then. Okay, sorry, you're excused. <laughs> all right. Thank well, you. we got to get ready for our night. Thank you for this illuminating conversation, my love. The Galactic Bachelor. Solange <laughs> thinks we should do that. Uh, of course, Solange. <laughs> I'm like, if anyone would like to apply to Jesus. be James's mate. God um, help you if anyone's applying for that. I was like, on a scale of one to ten, um, would you live on a commune? Because that's you, a little bit of my own agenda. You would let I'm going to put some of my own agenda in there. <laughs> okay. Anyway, I, do you feel a little, little bisexual? You're completely gay, no wiggle room on this. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for hanging out with us tonight, and we hope you have a beautiful evening. Bye, everybody. Bye.